Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Just the Zoophiles Sense presented by your dear classmate David Carrillo. On today's episode, we will talk about the praying mantis. We will describe some of its features as taxonomy, physical description and habitat. Also, I will rate the mantis effectiveness as well for its ingenuity and habitat. Plus, I will provide some interesting facts about these invertebrates. Let's get started. Quick question, when was the last time you ever got to see one of these species in person? You might think these invertebrates are hard to find, but believe it or not, these insects are located in many parts of the world. They can be found in Southern Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, and North America. The scientific name for the praying mantis is Mantis religiosa. It belongs to the mantidate family from the insect group. Biologist entomologist Robert A. Cunnings published a research book, The Ground Mantis in British Columbia. It discusses about the recent range expansion of the praying mantis. The praying mantis was introduced into eastern North America in the 1890s. Nowadays, it is located throughout much of the eastern United States. These invertebrates are easy to identify. You might remember these insects appearing in famous movies as Kung Fu Panda and A Bug's Life. A quite unique characteristic of the praying mantis that other insects don't have is the ability to rotate its head 180 degrees. This insect measures about 0.5 and 6 inches long. Female mantis tend to be larger than male mantis. They have a long thorax and two antennae that come out of their heads. The color of the praying mantis depends on the environment they currently live. It can vary from green, brown, yellow, and black. A quite unique characteristic of the praying mantis that other insects don't own is the ability to rotate its head to 180 degrees. This allows them to observe beside them and even behind them. Imagine sort of like the possessed girl from the movie The Exorcist. Quite terrifying to imagine, right? Praying mantises can be found in tropical countries where areas of trees and grasses are found. They can also live in subtropical climates and separations as well. These areas are great for them because they can camouflage easily and also these places have lots of prey. Let's think about it for a second. Why are they called praying mantis? Is it because they belong to a sect? They pray every night or they're related to a group of religion? Well, obviously they do not pray at all, but praying mantis is named for its prominent front legs, which are band in held together at an angle that looks like they are praying. Now I want you to think about the first fact that you learned about the, the praying mantis. I would say that majority of you would think about the fact that a female praying mantis will eat uh, the male praying mantis after 
they mate or while they are mating. Still, probably the frequency of such violence may be just a tad overstated. Sidney Branagh, a mantis expert at the Cleveland Museum of Natural History, says, first of all, not all praying mantis species cannibalize their mate. Maybe if the female is starving or if the male irritates her, she might engage in that behavior, but they don't always do it. But why do they do this? A research article with the title of Sexual Cannibalism Increases Male Material Investment in Offspring, an article made by William Brown and Catherine Berry, found out that when female mantises consume their meat, they acquire an essential amino acid that later is incorporated into the eggs. The more you know. Alright, now let's get started with the ratings. Okay, so these insects are very formidable predators. Uh, they do not need any type of venom to paralyze their prey to later eat them. They use their claw structures for hunting. When uh, the mantis sees its prey in, in a sort of a proper position, it, launch, it lashes out with its front legs. They strike twice as fast as a blink of an eye. They capture the prey, which is then secured with the long spikes, allowing them to eat at its freedom. After investigating about the way they hunt, I thought to myself, wow, these are extremely dangerous. And also, they're, they're quite professionals when hunting their prey. You could check out videos about praying mantis eating other insects. And I must say, it is quite fascinating and uh, scary to watch. So, for their rating on effectiveness, I will give that uh, I will give it an eight out of ten. Who do you think is more friendly to a human, the ant or the mantis? Despite the fierce eating away from the mantis, they are less likely to attack a human if taken by hand. Mantids have been documented as having quite unique personalities and will even bond with humans than just a, um, a caregiver type of relation, like you'll see most insects do. Praying mantis is an excellent jumper when hunting. Also, they possess the ability to camouflage when they are not hiding from their predators as well when they are preparing to attack. Another unique feature about the praying mantis is their ultrasonic hearing. They only have one ear located in the ventral midline of the body. This ear is part of an early warning system that protects the mantis from echolocating bats. And my favorite aspect about the praying mantis its most remarkable ability, I would say, is their 3D vision, also known as stereopsis. It's how creatures with binocular vision produce depth perception when they're observing the world. While mantises don't need to use stereopsis 
since they only attack moving preys. So for this category, I would rate a 7 out of 10 on ingenuity. Interesting fact, did you know that martial artists learn from these insects? There are two separate martial arts developed in China that features the movement in fighting strategies based on mantis movements. They are peculiar and exotic little creatures. In a way of speaking, they're quite elegant looking insects. Uh, when you approach one of them, it will humanely look at you. Finally, let us analyze a little bit about the aesthetics. It kind of reminds me to uh, a koala looking at you with such calm and uh, in such an animated way. But still, I definitely do not consider them to be a cute, to be cute, uh, but neither terrifying or scary. What makes them dangerous is their ability to chew and eat other vertebrates as hummingbirds. That is, well, uh, qu quite disturbing. So I would rate them with a 5 out of 10 on aesthetics. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, be curious about nature and take care of it as well. May all of you have a great day. Bye-bye.